York County is so much more than just a stop for gas on I-8. 17 County is filled with unique individuals with unique stories just waiting to be told. Welcome to the 17 County Podcast with your host, Emily Perry. Thank you for listening to this episode of 17 County. Please take the time to like, subscribe, and listen to our podcast. Listeners like you are what makes this podcast happen, so we appreciate the continued support. We would also like to take the time to thank our members, AgriProducts, Cornerstone Bank, Central Valley Ag, Henderson State Bank, York News Times, Black Hills Energy, Collins Aerospace, Southeast Community College, and York Medical Clinic. Without these great members, we wouldn't be able to do what we do here at the YCDC and focus on the growth and development of York County. So thank you. So Terry Carlson is the Holtus Convention Center Director here in New York. Um, Terry and her husband, Luke, have three kids, and they also have three cats and one new puppy. Um, their family loves to travel and are avid sports connoisseurs. Mm-hmm. Um, Terry is an entrepreneur and dedicates her time to helping people celebrate big milestones in their lives. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Happy to be here. Absolutely. So just to kind of ease into the podcast world, um, why don't you tell me something interesting about yourself that people might not know? Oh, man. I know. I know. That's a tough (laughs) thing. What don't people know about me? Um, I guess probably the biggest thing is my hometown. So I'm Mm -hmm. from Wilbur, Nebraska, and it is the Czech capital of the United States. However, I have zero Czech ancestry (laughs) in my family. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So Wilbur, that's pretty small, right? Yes. Yep. About 1500 people. Oh, wow. Yes. So you, you grew up in Wilbur. Mm -hmm. Um, what did your parents do? You kind of had a farming or grew up in a farming community, yep. right? Yeah. So um, I went to Wilbur Claytonia to high school, and I always joked that I was the hyphen between Wilbur and Claytonia because I lived halfway between Wilbur and Claytonia. <laughs> so when I was smaller, I guess I probably claimed Claytonia more of my home, which mm-hmm. is like 300 people. Um, but then once I got into school, obviously we went to Wilbur and we did all those things in Wilbur. Right. Um, but yes, definitely a very rural farming community. Um, when I was really young, my dad farmed. Uh, and he raised a, um, a cattle herd, Charlotte cattle. Okay. And then he had a feedlot at one point. So it was always very farm oriented. Um, my mom did work out of the home. She was a mail carrier. Um, and then she worked at the courthouse <coughs> in town, um, when I was in high school and worked at Dome college for a while. Okay. So just kind of a very diverse, I guess, background. But yeah, most of my family all live fairly close by, um, agriculture for the most part careers as well. So what made you interested in doing what you do today? Yes. So I, uh, (laughs) when I went to college, originally I uh, majored in public relations, Mm -hmm. but then I realized in the first semester that I really don't like talking in front of people. So this is great (laughs) because there's nobody in the room right now, so I can do this comfortably. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I switched to marketing after that, just because I liked the creative side of things, um, the sales, the promotion part of it. And then I also added a business management um, degree onto that as well, just because in my head, I'm thinking if I ever want to go off and do anything by myself or obviously manage, direct um, any sort of a business, that would be a good background to have as well. 
Yeah. So yeah, I guess I'm just, I am a very creative person and I like the all aspects of events and those types of things. So it's just a fun, always changing uh, industry, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that you say that you're not comfortable talking to people because I feel like that's a lot of what, what you do. I it mean. is. Yeah, and I always joke like at the convention center when I have to talk on the mic. It, for the first couple of years, I would literally hide behind a door with a microphone because <laughs> I didn't want people to see me. But now, obviously, I get put on the spot a lot, and so I will. But then my face usually turns beet red. But yeah, I've, I've, it's all I've, for the I've best. dealt with it. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so I guess backing up a little mm-hmm. bit, you went to school, mm-hmm. got your degree. Yep. What was your work history like after that? Leading point? up, yeah. So after college, I went to Northwest Missouri State in Maryville, Missouri. Um, after that, I moved to Lincoln, and I was an account manager for a small advertising agency called The Minnow Project. Um, and while I was there, I had quite a few clients. My major ones were MDS Pharma Services and NBC Suites out of Lincoln and um, Omaha. So did uh, marketing promotional campaigns for both of those entities. And then after that, I decided after sitting at tables with clients that I would prefer to be on the opposite side of the table um, because being on the agency side, a lot of times you have ideas, but it's ultimately up to the client Mm -hmm. as to how they want to spend their money. So I um, ended up moving over to the client side and I started as a marketing coordinator at the Nebraska Book Company which is based out of Lincoln, and a lot of people don't even know that it exists or what it does, but they are basically a textbook supplier for a large number of college and universities across the country. So I was in their corporate marketing department, and when I was hired, I was hired to oversee all of our on-campus lease stores. And then about a year after I started there, I was promoted to a marketing manager, and I oversaw the marketing for all of the brick-and-mortar stores, um, the lease ones, plus all of our on-campus, off-campus stores that we owned. Um, and so I handled all the marketing and events for them. But we also, we had other people. I mean, I wasn't the only person in the department. We had other marketing managers that oversaw online parts of it. So I just did the brick and mortar aspect of it. Okay. Wow. That sounds like a lot. (laughs) Yes. And it was fun. I actually like, I loved that job. Um, We had a great team that I worked with and it was fun getting to work with all the designers. It was all in house. Um, So yeah, it was a really fun and I kind of felt like I was still in college too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you came to York. Yes. Yep. So uh, while I was there, I I, I had two children um, while I was working in Lincoln, and my oldest was just getting to the point where he was going to be starting preschool, and it was just getting complicated um, traveling to Lincoln for seven years um, with children back here in York. Mm -hmm. So about that time, um, when my second one was born, um, the convention center was in the process of being built. And that position became available with the city. And so I had actually several friends from across the state that had reached out because they knew I lived in York and they're like, hey, like you need to apply for this. And so I did and I ended up with that position and I've been there ever since. So, yeah. Yeah. And it was fun because obviously, like I remember one of the first days I started, uh, they basically said, all right, well, here's the convention center. You know, the city obviously had no experience running a convention center Mm -hmm. Um, and just through my past careers. I've never, I had never done a convention center, but I obviously had a lot to deal with. Um, Events, marketing, the financial piece at Nebraska Book Company, we worked with the um, operations side a lot. So I just had a large mix of Mm -hmm. qualifications that it was a good fit, so. 
Oh, it's all about timing and who yes. you know. Yes. I mean... Patience. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, I had been looking for a job here in York for, I mean, several years because I knew once I had a family, it was going to be really difficult to stay in Lincoln. Um, so, yeah, when that position came open, I'm like, okay, like, this is the one. It's this time. Is, yes, yeah. it's time. Well... I know. I, for one, am glad that you came back to York. So, <laughs> welcome, kind of, Thank even you. though it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, now you have quite a big job list, I guess, task yeah. list. Uh-huh. Um, what does your normal day entail? What I mean, if you yep. could put a pretty bow on your job, which I know is easier said than done. What would you say that you do? Yeah. So every day is a little bit different depending on, um, you know, what's going on. We do, I mean, we're very consistent with events at the convention center every day. Uh, the snow lately has been causing some problems with cancellations, but luckily we're able to kind of get those, um, events switched around to different dates. But yeah, we stay busy, um, you know, almost every day. So for me personally, I, I do have a coordinator that handles a lot of the day-to-day details of it. And so a lot of mine is the larger overarching issues, um, whether it's, you know, the staffing piece of it, uh, contracts, bringing in new events. Um, so kind of a little sales, I guess. Uh, and then just, you know, when you have a big facility like that, like it's inevitable that you're going to have issues. And yeah. so last week I came in, I'm like, huh, this room feels a little cold. So it's like, okay, oh, no. dealing with just, you know, some of the, the um, utility aspects of it. But um, yeah, every day is just a little bit different. Like we have the home show coming up, so that's always a fun one. Um, it just kind of, you know, having all the people in the building is just fun to see it full and a lot of excitement and energy in the building at those point, you know, that, those points in time. So yeah, it, it's just a lot of different things going on. Marketing, obviously every day, I'm always trying to think of different things we can do for marketing. Um, the facility. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot, yeah. but it's fun. Right. Yeah. Well, and I know that just from personal experience, mm-hmm. you guys do really, really small events. Correct. And then you also do things like the home show where the entire building is just packed. Yes. Yeah. And that's the nice thing about the convention center is we are so versatile in what we're able to do. Um, so this week, you know, it's a lot of smaller meetings. Um, but at the same time, I think at one point this week we had every side room full, you know, so, you know, we can have four or five different groups in there at one time. And on those days, again, it's very busy. Um, but yeah, home show, the ag show, we do a crossroads junk and vintage market. Mm-hmm. Um, those events are always fun just because, um, yeah, it, it, it takes the, the entire facility and it just is a different setup than our normal day-to-day meetings and that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And the Holtis is kind of unique in the sense that people can come and rent out the kitchen as well. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. if you have your own business and don't have a place to make your product or whatever the case may be you guys have an opportunity for that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, our kitchen is set up um, just because of the size of our facility. When it was originally built, the idea was that we would have two individual kitchens. They're in the same space, but we can have two caterers in there at one time servicing an event. Um, So to that point also, you know, even if we have an event going on and say you have a you know, you have a baking business or, you know, any sort of food that you may um, make, we do have space in our facility to rent out. So you're able to, you know, do large batches at one time and it hopefully kind of speeds up the process for you. 
Yeah. So, okay. I Let's say that I have an event mm-hmm. or a business or whatever, and I want to rent out a space. How would mm-hmm. I go about doing that? Yeah. So it's very simple. Um, just call our office, or we do have an online uh, inquiry form at holtusconventioncenter.com. You can fill that out. It goes directly to me. Uh, we review the information, check our schedule, calendar, and then we get back to you. Um, with all the information about the rental, everything from the space availability, the room sizes, all the way up to the catering and the beverage options, linens, additional rentals that we have. So thankfully, like I said, I have a really good coordinator who is great with all those details. So between her and I, um, yeah, we can get everything covered pretty quickly. Well, so it's easy to do. It's well. super, yes, very I mean, easy. I would say you could call us and we could have an event on the calendar booked for you in about five minutes. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. It's not always that easy. So. No, it's not. Yeah, I will say there's definitely, and I don't know what it is about about the calendar, but there are some days where it's like everybody <laughs> wants that date and it's like I literally don't have any more space. Like yeah. every, you know, all 11 spaces are full. Right, wedding but season I'm yes. sure is just insane. Yes, yes. If, you're tr- if you want to get married in 2023, Get we on get now. on it like right now. We have a few smaller spaces available, but yeah, really 2024 is yeah, we're booking into 2024. That's um, awesome. Already, so that's yep. amazing. Yep. Um kind of going on a different path, mm-hmm. what was it like being entrepreneur in New York County? What was it like, mm-hmm. you know, starting up that that business? Yeah, so my my side hustle is at uh, Sign Gypsies York. And so it's funny because during COVID, when everything, you know, had just gone into lockdown, um, a colleague of mine from West Point, um, he runs the Nielsen Convention Center up there. I had, was talking to him about how we were just managing events, the, the, the non-events happening, I should say, nothing happening at that point. And he had just mentioned that his wife was going to be starting a, a yard sign business because she, too, was not, you know, was out of work at the, that point in time. So I got some more information. I got on the website. I'm like, oh, like at the time I was also seeing on TV, like the healthcare, like thank you healthcare workers, all these cool signs in the yard. I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks so fun. And like I said, I have a very creative, I need a creative outlet, Mm -hmm. I guess I should say. And so my husband came home and I told him, I'm like, hey, I think I'm going to start a yard sign business. And he looked at me like I was crazy. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Cause he's not about the, the, all the hoopla around events like I am he's like okay like you if you want to do this you do this so I went ahead fill out the information and about uh a month into it he of course as he jokes he didn't even um apply for the job and he got it but he does assist me every once in a while he's like okay now I get it like once you see a yard a sign set up in a yard for somebody's birthday Mm -hmm. it just it's it's cool um and it's a it's a fun way to celebrate somebody or something it doesn't have to be a birthday it could be you know a grand opening of a business or um, a retirement um you know a welcome new baby i've done so many of them dance recitals um i can't even think of some of the fun ones i've done I mean, I've done a lot of them. I think I've done it. I think since COVID, the last I looked, it's been, it's just under 400 signs oh that I've goodness. set. So, yeah. Oof. Yes. That's a lot. So you guys set them up? I mean, yes, you do, we do everything. all the work. Yes, we do everything. Yeah. Uh, so it's, like I said, it's, it's actually a franchise. They're based out of um, Texas. And so they create all the signage and then we purchase from them, but it's great because they give us a lot of the marketing tools. Um, and uh, it was, it was a very simple process and a very inexpensive process to start this business. Um, 
but yeah, it's just, it's, it's fun. I have a shop full of signs. I probably have over, oh my gosh, if I actually had to count, there's probably a thousand plus signs in our shop right now. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. But it's fun. And it was just during COVID, like I said, everything was kind of slow, but also people were looking for a way to celebrate people without, you know, being together or being close. And so this was a fun way that, you know, I think some of the best ones during COVID were like some of the retirements and birthdays of people that were in um, assisted living facilities or homes or nursing homes, um, just to be able to go and set that up for them, even though they weren't with their family, just to see that giant sign sitting outside their room window was, yeah. yeah. Some, some connection that, I mean, everybody was mm-hmm. craving it during COVID yes. yep. because it's hard. It's hard it to is. be cut off. So yes. feeling that, that connected with the sign or whatever they choose to do is yep. huge. Yeah. I mean, really important. So Yeah. So it's fun. And it's kind of my like quiet time. I usually set up, set them up in the evenings. And then we actually will come the next day, the next evening, and take them down usually. Um, but I like going out at night when it's quiet. It's like my time to, you know, I'm a mom. And mm-hmm. I'm full-time, you know, I work full-time. So you don't get a lot of quiet time. So that's my quiet time. It's like my creative outlet, calm, quiet so it's yeah I enjoy it that's awesome so when you decided to start the business what made you I mean I I don't even know how to ask the question Uh but so York in general Mm -hmm. what made York a good place to do that Mm -hmm. yeah so I obviously before I did it I made sure that there wasn't anybody you know in the region that was doing something similar and at the time uh, so the Sign Gypsies franchise, there were only uh, one, two, three, four. I was the fourth one in the state. And now I think we're up to eight, if I remember right. Um, we just added another one in Lexington. Um, so I knew there wasn't anything similar in the area. York is a large enough town, especially with the university here, that I knew um, it would allow enough business to keep me busy, but also at the same time, it wasn't going to overwhelm me. Um, a lot of the franchises that are in some of the larger cities, I mean, it's our full-time job. They're setting up like 15 to 20 a day. And I don't want to do that. (laughs) I just want it to be something, um, just to provide a little extra income on the side to be able to do some, you know, fun things that our family's wanting to do some, you know, get some projects, maybe buy a dog, (laughs) (laughs) those types of things. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we can kind of switch gears to the dog story. (laughs) You were telling me before we started the podcast, the kind of background with that. I mean, dogs are... Dogs are fun, mm-hmm. but sometimes we have to convince certain people that they yes. are fun. Yes, uh, yes, and I have one of those people. Sorry, <laughs> husband of mine, but yes, he. And before we had kids, I had an indoor cat, and he had an indoor dog, and then we had kids, and it's like you know what? We don't need we don't need animals because we have children. Uh, but then our children grew up, and they're a little bit older now, more responsible. Uh, so during COVID, our kids had been asking for cat, like a cat. I'm like, we can do a cat. I said, it doesn't have to be an indoor cat because we have a shop in our backyard. They'll be great mousers. We live by a field. So during COVID, we ended up with three COVID cats, as I call them. Um, they're still around. They're great cats. They're mm-hmm. like dogs. Um, he didn't believe that they would stay around, and they all three have stayed. And they're, yeah, they're great cats. <laughs> um, and so the dog was a lot more difficult. Like, he was adamant, nope, no dog. Um well, we finally wore him down. <laughs> and so uh, I think my daughter was probably a driving force in that. 
because yeah. it's hard for a dad to say no to his daughter. Yep, yep. So we did uh, this week. We went and we picked out our very first puppy. So he's a small puppy, which is good because we don't want anything too large in the house. But we're going to give a puppy a shot. All the kids have said that they'll be responsible and they'll help take care of it. So we officially are now dog owners. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I know. No, you have four children. Yes. Well, that, and your cats. Now, actually, yes. I have five. If you have my husband, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Depends on the day. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I get that. Yes. But, oh, no, that's fun. That's exciting. And I know. What a Valentine's present. I know. I mean. He did tell me it's my infinite Valentine present, so I won't plan on getting anything, but... I'm like, you know what? I'll take puppy snuggles. I'm it's good with that. Trade. Yep, yeah. it's fair. <laughs> awesome. Well, okay. So we're going to move on a little bit. Um, this is a segment that we call This One's For You. So it's just a time to kind of brag on yourself. Oh, uh, it can be professional, personal. Is there anything really exciting going on that you're like, heck yeah, I'm doing great at XYZ or I'm really proud of something? That's funny you say that because I was just talking to somebody last night about how... I, I've never been a person to brag on myself. I was actually at a ball game, and I've told my children, I'm like, you know, sometimes, like, I don't want you to be that person that thinks you're the best person on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be humble and realize that it takes more than just one person to, mm-hmm. you know, make a team and to make something work. So I've never been one to brag on myself. Uh, but this is just coming from you know people that I know and things mm-hmm. that people have told me um a past boss of mine actually his thing was always that <laughs> he always used to say how or he used to ask me like how do you know these things like you know things that people shouldn't know and this was when I was at Nebraska book um and that was just because I had been there for so long mm-hmm. um I was a senior in the department and so I mean you could ask me the joke also is that my husband, when we're watching um, sports teams, like all rattle off numbers. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, that's store number 274 or 429. He's like, how do you remember that? Like you haven't right. worked there for so long. But it's like, I would remember the phone numbers and I'd remember their addresses and the managers. And so just his thing was, I just retain the information. Um, there's a lot of things that it probably doesn't make sense that I know or why I know them, but there's just certain things that interest me. And if I think that I can store that information because it's going to help me in the future, um, I'm going to store and collect as much of that information as I can. So I do, there's a lot of random things that I know that people probably shouldn't know or why would you want to know? Um, but then I think just like my, my ability to adapt, Mm -hmm. um, like I said, when I started the convention center, I remember part of my job description or my uh, job interview was writing a job description. And I'm like, this is easy. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I got this. And somebody's like, how did you even know how to write a job description for that? Because you've never done it before. I'm like, well, it's it's easy. Like, it's a business. And so you have to think of, like, the operational side. Like, mm-hmm. um, we need to figure out how are we going to store all this information. So we ended up um, – the company that we went up is with – or is out of uh, Missouri – and so it's a project management system that houses all of our schedules, all the details about our events. And so I had to go out and find that information, you know, all the marketing, the the website, the brand, all those pieces, the financial side of how we're going to be invoicing and documenting all this information. So, I mean, we're a very small staff at the convention center. Mm-hmm. So I have to do all those things that normally a company would have multiple departments to handle. Granted, it's on a smaller scale, so it's easier for me to manage. Uh, but just even like 
you know, a lot of times all people come up to me and be like, hey, like it's warm in our room or something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I know how to fix that. Or if Mm -hmm. a rooftop unit's not working, like how do you know how to fix that? I'm like, well, I don't know how to personally fix it, but I know what's wrong with it and I know Mm -hmm. who to contact to fix it. So sometimes it's not about um, being able to do it yourself, but it's being able to know who the resource is to reach out to to get done what needs to be done. And so I am not afraid to ask for help ever. Um, so it's kind of like a, a, round, a, a long way to get to me bragging on myself, but I'm just one of those people that I don't like saying no to somebody. I am always willing to find an answer um, and the right answer, not just like brushing mm-hmm. it down the road. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Absolutely. No, and I think all of that is honestly not easy. <laughs> Well, and I'm, I'm talking from personal experience, mm-hmm. just retaining things. And mm-hmm. I mean, so much gets thrown at you that being able to do that is really important. Mm-hmm. So yes. kudos to you. That's <laughs> amazing. And everything. Yeah, no, definitely something to brag about yourself on. And yeah. it's it's easy to um, get it stuck into that hole bragging on mm-hmm. yourself. But you got to do it. You have to do it sometimes because... Yeah. You're doing some great things. Well, like I said, I think it takes, like, you know, close family and friends, like, mm-hmm. making those comments to you. Because you, the things that you think you do every single day to you, they may seem insignificant or small. But to somebody else, it yeah. might seem like a mountain. Right. You know? It's huge. Um, I remember right after I started the convention center, somebody had told me, like, how did you know what to even do? Like, I mean, it was an entire building. It was just the shell of the building. And then you had to you know, you had to fill it, not only physically with the furniture and all the things, but with people. Like, how did you know how to do that? And I'm like, well, you just kind of sit down and take it day by day. (laughs) I'm I'm big on to-do lists and notes, Mm -hmm. so there was lots of notebooks with a lot of lists of things to do. But uh, I'm very fortunate to have a lot of um, uh, people to reach out to, Mm -hmm. a lot of... um, past co-workers of mine that have been that were great during the process so that helps just reaching out and having those people that you can bounce ideas off of like am I crazy about this right or am I am I on track with this so yeah yeah and I mean in other past podcasts that we've done people have said time and time again that it it really is all about those connections and who you know Mm -hmm. um and one of the good things about York in specific is we have a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So if you need a contractor for building something, we mm-hmm. got that. Mm-hmm. If you need a plumber, we got that. And yeah. I mean, going even further, we have retail. We have, yes. you know, there. we have pretty much anything you need. We're close to everything. Yes. If you need to go to Lincoln or Grand Island or Columbus or anywhere like that. Absolutely. But in the long run, if you need something on a pinched and mm-hmm. yeah and that's very true so you know we try to use as many local um businesses as possible you know out at the convention center there's a couple of them that are very specialty but to your point we're so close to lincoln omaha and you know grand island and Kearney that if i call them and i'm like hey we have this issue nine times out of ten they're like okay we'll be there in an hour and a half yeah. you know if they're coming from omaha so yeah it's close proximity that you can still if, if something happens and it's major, you can still get it resolved that yeah. same day. Have something figured yeah. out. Yeah. 
Since 1882, York residents have looked to Cornerstone Bank for all of their banking needs. Visit any of our 46 locations throughout Nebraska to discover the Cornerstone difference. Cornerstone Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Moving on again, so we're going to go on to a uh, segment called Hot Potato. I'm going to give you a question, just answer it as fast as you can. Like I told you before we got started, some of these questions are a little bit off. I, I don't want to say they're hard because they're not hard questions, but Kay. sometimes they re- require a little bit more thoughts. Kay. So if we take a long time, it's okay. Okay. Um, who would you say is your biggest role model? Oh, this is one that I always struggle with because, I mean, I have them. But I don't have, like, one specific person. I'm, I'm probably, like, the only person in the world that doesn't have a role model. No. Like, I just look up to a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Um, I'm probably, like, the only person ever that doesn't actually no, have one you're person. you're fine. You're fine. So let's restructure uh, it yeah. a little bit. Okay. If you could just sit down and get dinner with one person, oh, okay, that's dead or alive, one. who would it be? Oh, my goodness. Um, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I asked some people these questions and they have it on standby and I'm like, oh my. Yeah. And I think, yeah. And I think some people, there's something that just resonates with a certain individual. And like I said, I, I respect so many people for so many different reasons that there's not just one person. Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess dinner party. Yeah, dinner. Yeah, I was like, it almost needs to be like a dinner party. With like, I I want somebody to have a conversation about you know you know marketing and like the creative side of things. But I I like politics. But I I like geography and world mm-hmm. events. So it's like I need somebody from each of those categories. Um, I don't I don't know. No. I don't. And I never. Yeah, I literally every time I see this question, I'm like, how do people know? Like, I just don't have one person. I know. I don't. I don't know. No, and I think that's fair because role model. I let's say my one of my parents is my role model. Yeah, but they don't know anything about my job. You yeah, know? so I, it's different. There's different categories. I get that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I should say I'm not starstruck by a lot of people. That it would be, I I'm completely blanking. I don't even know no, what I would you're, say. You're good. We can move on. Maybe um, yeah. Maybe it'll come to me. Um, favorite part of your job. Favorite part of my job. Um, I, like I said, I like the creative side of things. So obviously I'm going to gravitate more towards anything marketing related. Mm -hmm. Um, I am not a designer by uh, trait or any reason, Mm -hmm. but I love that aspect of it. And thanks to modern technology, it makes it much easier for a novice to be able to do those types of things. So yeah, I would say the, the marketing, the creative advertising side of things. Okay. Yeah. Um, favorite sports. I love volleyball. Volleyball. Are you a Husker volleyball person? I'm a Husker volleyball fan. Ah. Yes. I played, um, I played in college for two years. Oh, wow. So I guess that's something that probably most people don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like a good volleyball game for sure. I feel like, so my sister is a huge Nebraska volleyball person too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you like volleyball Mm -hmm. and you live in Nebraska, You have to. Yes. So they're always so good. Yep. I mean. I know. And we're getting a professional league in 2024. I, I did not know that. Yes, yes. Ooh. In Omaha, 
Um, look it up. It's quite an interesting yeah. uh, ownership of it. But oh, yeah, really? It'll be, yeah, it'll be exciting. So hopefully there are some former Huskers on that team. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Kind of see the evolution of it. Yes. I did not know that. I'm going to yeah. have to pass that along. Yes, it's just recent. I think it just came out earlier this week. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, would you say that the Huskers would be your favorite team then? Or do you have a favorite professional team? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like watching Nebraska for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but I remember when I was little... Um, I, and I know I shouldn't say this, but I know Texas. I always enjoyed watching Texas. Um, so yeah, those would probably be the two. Okay. Yeah. 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 A little bit of a rival, but. Yeah, I know it is, but I figure we're different conferences now, so it makes it a little bit better. (laughs) Right. There you go. Um, you and your family love to travel. Mm -hmm. What would you say the best travel destination you've been to would be? Oh man. Every time we go to Florida, we go, we try to go to different places and I'm like, oh, this is the best one. And then we go to another, I'm like, no, this is the best one. (laughs) Um, so we just recently went to Key West and my husband and I had been there before and just the drive down to the Keys is fun and it's absolutely beautiful. Just the vibe of it is so laid back Mm -hmm. and there's so much to see and do. I don't mind a vacation where I'm just relaxing, but I also, I'm one where I, it's funny because I don't like to go to the same place more than once, but there are certain places that I'm Mm -hmm. like, "Mm." there's so much that I, you can't do it all in one visit. So I'm, I'm good going back to that. So yeah. So the Florida Keys was definitely a good, a good spot that we'll probably go back to. Um, but also Siesta Key is another one that we really enjoy. Okay. Yeah. So I'll have to keep those in mind. Always looking for new places. Yes, absolutely. Um, so just to wrap it up, if you could promote York County to someone, let's say Mm -hmm. they're trying to decide if they want to live here or, you know, work here, whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be, what would you say? Mm -hmm. So uh, the story of how we got to York is kind of unique, probably. Um, So my husband does farm, but he actually farms about 45 minutes north and west of York, which is very untraditional for Mm -hmm. a farm family to not live on or near the farm. Uh, Thankfully, he understood the importance of you know, I went to college and I got a degree and it was important for me to continue that career mm-hmm. and not just have to sacrifice that, you know, for the farm. Um, so we looked at the map and we decided that, you know what, York is halfway between the farm and Lincoln. So let's look in York. So we happened upon it, not like, I mean, we never said, hey, we're going to move to York. It mm-hmm. was just, well, let's give it a shot. Um a couple months into it, we're like, hey, you know, this isn't bad. Like, everything we needed was here. You know, I was going to Lincoln in the morning, so he was going to the farm. And then once we had our kids, it was even better because it's like, this is great. Like, I don't have to go out of town for all the activities and sports. Yeah. Um, I mean, our kids, they've, they've really done almost everything. They've done um, soccer. Our daughter does competition dance, which she loves. Um, we did gymnastics for a short period of time. Basketball, volleyball, football, mm-hmm. golf. We have a huge golfer in our family, okay. so he loves having a nice golf course that yeah. I can send him to in, in the summer months. Um, so it's great that, as a mom, I'm not having to run you know, mm. back and forth, back and forth every day. Um, and for my husband, it's nice because you know, everybody keeps asking, oh, when are you going to move to the farm? And you know, we, we say we're probably not, just because mm-hmm. when he leaves the farm, he can come home, and he's yeah. home, and he's not distracted by the farm, which I appreciate because then that's our family time. Um, 
But then even just all the amenities that are in York. Mm-hmm. I laugh because during COVID, I really think there was like a three-month period that I didn't, I didn't even leave York. Um, I remember one night we had a friend that was going to go to Lincoln just to get food. She's like, I need something else. She's like, what do you want me to get you? And I sat there and I'm like, I honestly, there's nothing in Lincoln that I can't live without. Like there was yeah. nothing that even like, oh, yes, I need this. Nope. I'm like, I'm good. I'll just like make something at home. But yeah. it was nice because everything we needed was here. So I think that was a real eye-opener for a lot of people. Like, wow, we really can. Yeah. We can thrive. We can survive on just, you know, what the community offers. Uh, Healthcare-wise, you know, we have a great healthcare system. Absolutely. So, I mean, for, you know, whether you're needing, um, you know, radiology needs or the specialty clinic, uh, everything, that's great to have that here in town and you're not having to travel for that. but yeah, I mean, we do, you know, eye doctor, dentist, everything yeah. is in town. Yeah. So it's great not to have to be on the road any more than we need to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, York is just a great, it's great community. The schools are fantastic. Yes, um, again, being, you know, having an agriculture in our family, uh, the FFA program here in York yeah. is going to be huge for our children. I know that for sure. Yeah. So that's great to have that aspect of it, in addition to all the other great, you know, opportunities that they will have mm-hmm. in the school system. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's great. And, yeah, we don't really don't foresee ourselves ever being anywhere else until, um, until I retire and decide to move yeah. to Florida. Right. <laughs> oh, man, no. Yeah, no, and I, I agree. I mean, as a young mom, it's nice having everything here because mm-hmm. when you have kids – you have enough stuff to worry about. You don't need to worry about traveling an hour just to go to the doctor. Yes. That's, yeah. That's a lot, you it know. Is. So having the retail, the grocery, the doctor, mm-hmm. the everything. I yes. mean, it's it's really important and it's really big, um, and definitely something that we try to make everybody that comes to us aware of. Mm-hmm. Even if you're starting a business, we have great bankers in the area. Mm-hmm. We have great um, business startup opportunities. I, I mean, we yeah. we really, the community itself, the city, um, really supports the community, yes. the members that are that are here. They want everybody to thrive yeah. and to do well. And I think even like, you know, as a parent, like when you have your first child, you're always concerned about, you know, all the things that come with having a child. Yes. You know, and like for us, daycare. And that was yes. like a very nerve wracking thing. It's like, oh my gosh, I have mm. to find somebody that I trust. And we were very, very fortunate to have two different daycare providers, only two throughout the entire duration that we had to have kids or in daycare and we never had to fight our children to go to daycare. They loved the providers. They loved the facilities. Um, so we had a great, um, experience, you know, for the daycare. And then, you know, once we got to the preschool again, Mm -hmm. we had a great preschool program. So just as a parent, knowing that those are things you have to think about and you don't think about them until you have a child (laughs) and then you're already living in the community. It's like, I didn't think about those, but yeah, everything, I mean, I really don't have a complaint about any of it. So, Absolutely. Well, thank you once again for coming and joining us today. I really enjoyed getting to know a little bit about your story, yes. and I know the listeners will enjoy it as well. Um, so thank you, and yes. we will keep an eye out on your business. Okay, yes. How you're doing. So. Yes, for sure. Thank you for having me. We would like to once again take the time to thank our members, the people that help us drive change at the YCDC. We would like to thank Agri Products, Cornerstone Bank, 
Central Valley Ag, Henderson State Bank, York News Times, Black Hills Energy, Collins Aerospace, Southeast Community College, York Medical Clinic, and thank you, our listeners, for continuing to give us your time and support.